Welcome to The Dirt Show, brought to you by Pulver Towing. And today we will be joined by race driver Jason Cook. We'll also hear from Troy from Madison Speedway, Cole from Deer Creek Speedway, and a little more from Max from Pulver Towing, right after a few words from our sponsors. At Lampros, our team of brokers and auctioneers specialize in farmland sales, live land auctions, and online land auctions across the Midwest with total sales of 190,000 acres. At Lampros, you get a team of land professionals going to work for you. We pride ourselves on providing local service and knowledge with national marketing and results. If you're thinking of buying or selling, contact Lampros agent JJ Wise at 641 Sell or go to landpros.com. That's L A N D P R O Z.com. Make light work of everything with Honda's top of the line family of Pioneer 1000 side by sides. All models sport a best in class engine and an exclusive six speed automatic dual clutch transmission. Then there's the 1005 models equipped with Honda's quick flip seating that seats up to five passengers. So find your next Honda Pioneer today at Trimble Cycle Center in Austin for your safety. Read the owner's manual, wear a helmet and eye protection, always wear your seatbelt, and keep the side nets and doors closed. Pioneers are for drivers 16 years and older. Trimble Cycle Center in Austin, USA's second oldest Honda dealer. So you're inviting friends over for a friendly barbecue? Nice. But if you're a true friend, you'll start with Cookie's Barbecue Sauce. I'm Speed the Sauce Man, and let me tell you why the right sauce is so important. Cookie's Barbecue Sauce is made from real deal ingredients, and I haven't changed the recipe since 1976. Cookie's Barbecue Sauce complements meat. It doesn't smother it. It just makes your food taste better. Smart cookies use cookies. Anything less is just meat abuse. Cookies is the one. Played bumper tag lately? No matter how your car gets damaged, Midwest Collision will make sure it gets fixed right and on time. No shortcuts, no compromises. And remember, where you get your car repaired is not your insurance company's decision. It's yours. So make the right choice. Choose your locally owned and operated Midwest Collision. Give Bob a call today at 332-2434. That's 332-2434. When it comes to choosing your next industrial, commercial, residential, or ag electrician, choose Coles Electric. Offering pole setting, directional boring, underground trenching, boom truck service, security systems, and much more. If you're a Steel Wasika co-op member, there are excellent incentives for installing a solar array with quick payback and years of reliable service. Planning, design completion, or emergency service, see ColesElectric.com or 5 Let me tell you, friends, about our store. It's a great place we call Miners Outdoor. Miners Outdoor, your total source Husqvarna dealer in Blooming Prairie, has everything your yard needs. From chainsaws, leaf blowers, and weed trimmers to zero-turn mowers and everything in between. That's what being your Husqvarna total source dealer is all about. Stop in today to see the best selection in quality Husqvarna outdoor power equipment. That's Miners Outdoor, Highway 218, Blooming Prairie. Miners Outdoor major tough. Napa's Bucket Sale is the new sale for those who always knew geometry would come in handy. Buy a Napa bucket for $2.99 and you can save 20% on three or more regular price items you fit inside. Use your wits, algorithms, or past experiences packing for family vacations to save 20% at your local participating Napa Auto Parts store. Or save without the geometry with five quarts of Napa Full Synthetic Motor Oil and a Napa Platinum Oil Filter for just $26.48. Sale price is good through April 30th. Hey, this is 
this is Dave from Severson Oil, VP Racing Fuel, and you're listening to the Driver Segment on the Dirt Show. Welcome back to the Driver Segment here on the Dirt Show, and I am joined by the multi-talented driver Jason Cook. And Jason, where did you grow up, and what were your very first memories of racing? Uh, so I grew up in the Alexandria area. I would have to say the earliest memories would probably be um, watching guys like uh, Scott Hillig, uh, Dave Stork, and Ryan Music, um, with the occasional uh, Ron Jones showing up in, at Alec Racing, uh, Greg Music, those types of guys. You started off in fendered cars. How did you acquire your very first car, and how did you do the very first few nights out? Uh, let's see. Uh, so the car itself actually worked in the junkyard and uh, helped the guy scrap stuff. That's how I got the first physical car. Uh, the roll cage, uh, Danny Edenloff had an old... Uh, old sportsman car out in the woods, literally out in the woods. And he told me I could have anything and everything on it for like 50 bucks. And me and a bunch of kids from high school went out with hacksaws and torches and whatever we could and cut the uh, the very first roll cage off of uh, an old Camaro out in the weeds out by Lake Oseka. So first year, uh, it was pretty rough. But you, you got to learn somewhere. At some point, uh, I think within the first probably three nights, I probably end up rolling over and making a lot of scrap metal. So the learning curve started quick. A pier stock on Viking Speedway in Alexandria. That has to be a little intimidating the first time out because trying to wring every ounce of speed out of your car on those long straightaways has to be a little daunting. Yeah. Uh, for anyone that's ever probably raced, Alec understands like it's, it's super fast. Um, I mean, it has a few holes here and there, but I would say for the most part, it's, it's pretty good. Um, it's very, very fast. Competition's really, really tough. So it, it, from when I started to where I've ended, how we go about things probably are quite a bit different, but uh, the end game was still to try to be faster than the next guy. And then also after roaring down those long straightaways, you also have to make the car turn. Yeah, uh, um, that's not always the easiest thing. Uh, but my, my grandpa used to tell me all the time, like, it doesn't matter how fast you are down the straightaway. The, the main thing is you got to get it through the corner. So we tried to really work on that early on in my early part of my career. And just focus on, you know, you got to get it in before you can get it out of the corner. And uh, we never really changed that methodology through all the years. We got better at it, obviously, but... Um, the key was to try to get the car through the corner, and that, that definitely is probably the most crucial part for us. You currently live near Brandon, Minnesota. It is shocking how many drivers are from that little town. Yeah, um, yeah, we got a pretty cool neighborhood here, actually. Um, so we got Jason Tennis that lives within probably a couple miles, uh, Dennis Bitson, we got... Uh, Dusty Bitson, we've got Hayden Hansen, we've got William Lund, Michelle Lund, Larry Lund, John Steffen. Then you got the Bitson boys, Tanner, Tyler, and Taylor. They're all getting into the B-Mods. Uh, Derek Quinn. Yeah, it just, it, this is a really, like in this neighborhood, I suppose in a 
probably less than a 10-mile radius. There's a lot of race cars out here. Every driver has a person behind the scenes that makes everything happen. How did you meet Erica? Ah, that's an interesting question. That wouldn't have been at a racetrack like some people would have thought. We actually both worked at Arrowwood Resort in Alexandria many, many years ago. Uh, I was still in high school, and uh, she was actually working in the cafe as a supervisor, and uh, we just kind of hit it off, and uh, the rest is history at this point. Did she know anything about race cars when you met? No, she actually didn't believe that I raced a car. She looked at me, she laughed, and said, you really, truly have a race car? And, uh, yeah, so then I would say probably one of our very first dates, I think we actually, um, she went with, we went to uh, Madison to go race the streeter. And, uh, yeah, then she believed that, yeah, you really do have a car, I guess. You know, if you take her to a race on a date and she agrees to a second date, you've done good. Yeah, she's a keeper. She's been with me for, oh, we've been together for, married for 21 years, so wouldn't trade her for anything. What year did you step into a modified, and how much different was that right off the bat than running a fendered car? Uh, that's a good question. So 2000 and, uh, like 2000 to 2005, we raced the, the Midwest modified, and we won the championship, so then we got to the end of of the year and we're like ah you know let's let's try something different we got into the mods and that's a whole different animal so you're talking double the horsepower probably double the speed it was fun uh we really enjoyed our time in the in the mod it's just really wasn't a good fit for me i don't think personally it's just uh very expensive that's how i could view it i guess in 2005 you won the modified track championship at viking speedway you look back at the competition you were running against weekly at that time. That is a huge accomplishment. Yeah, I, I feel pretty blessed, thankful to have the opportunity to race with the guys that we did. So when I rattle off the list, who we were racing against back in those days is Rock Grunwald, who is still a rock star to this day. I mean, he's winning all over the countryside still. Shane Sbrowski was in a B-Mod at that time still. I mean, Shane, they call him the Iron Man. Everybody watches him race two or three cars, and I mean, he does well no matter what he's driving. Travis Sauer, he's still killing it in a modified B-Mod, limited, it don't matter. So, I mean, we've raced with Ron Jones, Dennis Jones, Dale Matheson, uh, Terry Merton. I mean, every aspect under the sun. So, yeah, we've been really fortunate. There was really good stiff competition. Zach Johnson was running B-Mods then. So, yeah, it was the B-Mod class in Alec, I think, was probably some of the best B-Mod guys around, period. How did you get started in super stocks? Well, uh, so interesting enough, uh, I had I'd quit after the 2006 season. Uh, we bought the, the farm that we're on now currently, and uh, the Lunds actually lived straight across the field from us, and I was helping William kind of get his B-Mod program going, and Larry was running the super stock and doing very well, and it just it looked like a lot of fun. Well, there was a guy that wanted a fish house, and I had a fish house, and he had a super stock, and we did a little wheeling dealing and traded, and I ended up with a super stock. So not that I ever really wanted one, but it's like, yeah, we'll give it a try. So it was just kind of a dumb luck thing, and that's how we got back in. I found an incredible video of you racing supers 
at Fiesta City Speedway. What a great track for Superstock racing. Yeah, uh, uh, Fiesta City Speedway, I personally always like that track. It's a little tighter than an Alec, but it always seems to have good traction. The competition's really good there. Um, so I've only won in all the years that I've raced, and I haven't raced out of Alec a whole lot. I probably ate more than my Super than anything, but that was the one and only feature race in my entire career that I won away from Alec was down in Montevideo at Fiesta City Speedway. And I do really think that it's a good track and it's just shaped well and it's, you're able to race too, too wide on any given night when we were there. So it was fun. You have also run at I-94 Speedway. Between all of the tracks that you have raced, how does I-94 stack up? Uh, so I think I-94 is a fabulous, like, probably top-shelf premier facility to show up at any night. The The only problem with it is is that concrete wall. It doesn't give you an escape route um, like it does pretty much anywhere else. Uh, somebody piles up right in front of you, you really don't, you don't have any place to go, and you end up usually, you know, eating something, concrete or someone's car, so... I'd say that's the only downfall, but other than that, it, it is, it's probably one of the most uh, first-class tracks I've ever been to in my life. Something else we both have in common, we are Ted Nugent fans. We saw Ted <laughs> a few years ago at the Freeborn County Fair. What an awesome concert. Ted is a really cool guy. Yeah, um, I, I would agree. I think I've never personally got to see him in concert, but he's really big on gun rights he's huge into hunting and he's an activist for hunters and uh you know i just i really like i like his music i like what he stands for and i think it's cool that they have somebody uh, of that popularity uh, that excited about the outdoors and and being involved with like in michigan where he where he lives he's so involved with the government and and trying to make things right you saw sammy hagar at red rocks what a concert that must have been yeah, so uh, I've been really lucky. We've kind of chased around and seen tons of concerts. Sammy Hagar is probably one of my favorite bands. And um, for my birthday, my wife usually likes to do something you know, extra cool for me. And uh, she she knew that I always wanted to see Sammy Hagar. We got to see him one other time, and I just I really like his music. And uh, we got to go to Red Rock because she said that she'd heard it was probably like one of the best facilities to ever hear a concert in. And uh, it is by far the coolest place. If you ever get the opportunity, I would recommend it. There is no concert hall or anything anywhere in the world that's going to be better than that. The acoustics of it for being outdoor is mind-blowing. It is awesome. You are also a big fan of inline racing, the NHRA at Brainerd. Yep, uh, that's actually fairly new. I didn't quite understand the the uh, the coolness of stuff like that until I actually went there, got the opportunity to run up to Brainerd and, and stand right on the start-finish line uh, and feel the 1,400 horsepower and the nitro-methane. Um, yeah, we literally, I would say, except for last year, we go every year uh, to Brainerd and spend at least one day there. It's cool. It's exhilarating. It's, it's a totally different feel and it's uh it's an excitement that is different than oval and i think just because it's a three second deal and it's 
so much horsepower and it's just raw fuel everywhere. I just think it's uh, probably a uh, you know a guy that really likes wrenching and cars, a motorhead type thing. Uh, definitely a really cool place for him. The thing about the NHRA events, the drivers are very accessible, unlike NASCAR, and I think that really adds to the large fan base. Yeah, I would agree. So I've personally stood around and talked with Antron Brown, uh, Brittany Force, Courtney Force, John Force. They're down to earth. You you don't uh, realize that, hey, they're, they're famous and uh, they're racers and they are so focused on meeting people and shaking their hands and, and being grateful for people being there. And I think that even in the dirt track world and circles, we, we probably need to do a better job of being grateful for the fans. That's what makes it happen, you know. You also discovered karting after getting involved in full-size racing. That is a little bit unusual. How did that come about? Yeah, so a lot of times in life I like to do things backwards. So, um, yeah, I got into car racing and um, in the 2000s, I would say it would be, was in between kind of jobs. Jesse Klug had the toy factory, and I got asked if I wanted to come and start helping with stuff there, and it actually worked out pretty well. I think I was there for almost five years. I think I was there for five years. Yeah, and then ended up um, got to race with those guys. Sean Peterson was there uh, himself. Uh, got to race with them, build the carts. Uh, just a whole different dynamic of uh, racing that you – you have to look at it in a complete different uh, scope. It's it's doing different things. So yeah, I just I did it backwards, but very thankful that I got the opportunity to be a part of it. And um, actually, now today I actually have a uh, this just happened. It kind of unfolded. A very good friend of mine who built chassis locally. Uh, he decided he was going to make a life change, and he's going to move out to Montana. And he delivered his chassis setup jig the whole deal everything here to my shop uh, in brandon and said i want you to take over and uh, i guess now i'm back in the chassis business wow that's interesting yeah not what i expected but he asked me if i would take it over and i said yeah i would do that for him where did you race the carts and are you going to continue some cart racing um so the cart racing thing was i i would like if a customer would call and say hey we're struggling with this can you come and help Yep, no problem, right? So we'd go to, like, Glenwood. They had that Minnewaska Karting Association. The one in Westport ended up being the new track. I'd, I ran in Alec a little bit. In the wintertime, we raced a lot in the, they call it the Motodome up the Staples. Uh, it's an indoor deal. Uh, we did that a lot in the wintertime. So I would say a bulk of my karting experience would have been there indoors. And do I plan to run? At this point, not yet. Um, if Maybe. Uh, at this point, I just haven't put a lot of thought into it. Um, still kind of going through everything to, to get the karting thing going again. It's been a little while since I've been in it, so I'll pick it right back up and keep going. But yeah, I don't have an intention at this point to uh, actually go wheel a kart myself. What are some of the other racing accomplishments that stand out during your long racing career? Um, let's see. So when I go all the way back to my pure stock, or I call them street stock days, um, I would say one that really sticks out in my head that when people ask, like, hey, what's one of the cool things that you feel like you did? I got to race with Jim Caranda door-to-door, multiple laps, 
like it was been like probably my third year racing and him and his son Sean kind of helped us a little bit along the way and were giving us a little bit of guidance and uh, I got to race with I would call that a guy a, a legend in my my opinion uh, he, he's no different than a Terry Merton done it for a long time a lot of respect but I was able to race with him door to door multiple laps and never so much as even swap an ounce of paint I would say that would be one really cool one Winning probably the first Superstock feature for us was probably a really exciting deal. Uh, there, you know, there's there's a lot of things that I'm, I, I can probably talk about for hours. There's, just, there's been so many really great experiences, and I'm, I'm thankful for all the opportunities that we've had. And we've been really fortunate to race with really good people that uh, have raced us clean through the years. And, and um, you know, we've, we just, we've done well. So there's a lot of things that would stick out, but pinpoint all of them would be really tough fans that may not know the news you actually decided to retire at the end of last racing season but when i talked to you you said you are actually busier now working on racing stuff than when you were racing yourself yeah so uh so some people must have realized that it was for real that it actually happened and um the phone started kind of ringing, and, uh, hey, would you be interested in bending up body? And, yep, yep, come on over. Um, pretty soon the next guy calls and says, hey, I heard you do this, right? Yep. So, and then it's a couple cars, and then pretty soon, you know, someone says, hey, I, I heard that you know how to straighten a rear-end housing. Yep, I do. Can you do this? Yep, bring it on over. And pretty soon it's like, well, I heard that you, you'd build a new rear-end housing for me if I wanted it. Yep, yeah, whatever you want, basically nerf bars, bumpers. So pretty soon it's, yeah, it's a, it's been a, a second full-time job <laughs> just doing parts for people, which has been really fun because uh, if it was my own, I would probably overanalyze it and keep working on it and trying to make it better and better and better. And, and right now when, when people bring things, they say, this is what I want, and I'll ask a few questions and make sure that I understand fully what they need. And, you know, if I run into something, I, and I obviously call and ask and say, hey, can we change this because it would be better. But when it's done, it's done. I don't have to lay in bed at night going, oh, I wonder what I should do different to try to make it faster. I need to, you know, shave the two tenths off again this week. And so it's been pretty good that way. Is it permanent or is there a chance fans might get to see you back, especially now with the new chassis business? You know, you need a test driver. Sure. Uh, great question. So I'm going into this very open-minded. I've quit. Uh, one other time before uh, we walked away from everything and, and just said we're done so this is all i've really known since i was three years old this is all i've been around it, you know it's, uh, every saturday has been burned up doing that yeah, um, i have no regrets my mom passed away last year and it was kind of an awakening for me going into that race season like there's so much to life that i haven't seen or got to do i didn't not saying that i haven't got to do things but like, it'd be kind of cool to go tubing on a Saturday, uh, floating down a river, or go out on the boat and spend the day. I've never done that. So, kind of with that in mind, I thought, well, I, I think we're going to approach this differently. And my wife supported me and said, yeah, if that's what you want to do, that's what we'll do. A lot of people still this day are naysayers, like, yeah, that ain't going to happen, it ain't going to last. If it does, it does, it doesn't, it doesn't. I'm going into this very open-minded to say, I want to try it, see if, if I like it, if I don't. Yeah, you never know. We might have a car next year. 
uh, we've talked about it, and if that's what it, if we feel like there's this great big empty hole in our lives, and it just racing is the thing that fills the bucket, well, then we'll get back in racing. We can buy another car. I'm sure if I called Mark Roiney at TRC and said, "Hey, Mark, I, I need a car." I called Tim's Automotive and said, "I need a motor." I'm pretty sure the guys would be really excited. You know, call Dave Canning at Shocks. Pretty sure everyone would be more than excited to uh, help us get going again. Jason, what's the name of the new chassis business, and how can listeners find out more sure so it's uh it, brett miller actually had it it's uh crt carts and it's uh the dominator three is the the newest chassis that he had built someone wants to know more about it um, or get parts or whatever the case may be uh they can get a hold of me through facebook facebook messenger or uh they can call my my cell phone uh obviously 320-808-8328 and uh, we can definitely talk through whatever. Yeah, that's kind of where we're at. Jason, thank you for all the great racing memories, and thank you so much for taking your time to be with us here on The Dirt Show. I really appreciate you taking the time to reach out and listen to me ramble on about some of the things that we've done, and I appreciate your time. Thank you very much. It was a blast. One of our brand new items, we're very excited to unleash our new 3D printed plastic trickery to our line. First part in that line is our new race receiver mounts. They're available for the Fusion or Element. You can tie strap them to a roll bar, or we have a flat mount that you can pop rivet to your interior tin or the side of your helmet, or you can Velcro it. One of the nice features of having it on your helmet, instead of being on your seatbelt or to a tube, is you can get out in a hurry and not have to worry about where your receiver is or being tied down to your belts or tied down to a tube. It's real nice to have it on the side of your helmet so you can get out of the car very fast. Check us out online at weirdsmachine.com. Thank you. If you're in need of a worry-free power lift door, then you'll want to stop and talk with Rod French. Make a statement with a PowerLift architectural door on your home or cabin. PowerLift doors can be retrofitted to fit an existing door opening or designed into your next commercial, agricultural, livestock, or aircraft hangar build. Stylish, functional, and built to last. PowerLift doors by French's Manufacturing are made locally in Dodge Center, Minnesota by their experienced craftsmen. Contact Kelly or Rod. PowerLift doors by French's Manufacturing. 374-9306. Wolf and Sons Yard Service has heavy equipment. This is Scott Wolf. Whether you need a basement dug, a building removed, footings for a remodel, an RV camper or boat pad, rock, sand, or dirt hauled, or even a driveway or parking lot road graded. Call 455-3524. Why would you use anything but the latest technology in packing products when it comes to shipping your business products? Foamcraft Packaging in Owatonna provides a complete line of packaging materials, including foam products, pallets, crates, corrugated boxes, and much, much more. See all of our different packaging options at foamcraftpackaging.com or call 507-455-2893. That's 507-455-2893. Rhino Ag offers the most complete rear blade line in the industry. Whether your tractor has 30 or 300 horsepower, Rhino offers a blade to accomplish any task. Don't settle for the cheap imitations. Buy Rhino, building the best since 1934. Check out the full line of landscape and construction equipment today at rhinoag.com. Aero Race Wheels was established on the conviction that its dedicated staff could provide higher quality wheels designed specifically to endure the tough requirements and conditions of the racing industry. Most importantly, the wheels need to be manufactured and sold, maintaining an affordable price structure. 
Aero Racing Wheels has become the largest premier steel wheel supplier, and their product line speaks for itself. Upgrade your racing game today at aeroracewheels.com. Welcome back here on The Dirt Show, and I am joined by Troy from Madison Speedway. And Troy, you have to be really proud of the racetrack that you have there in Madison, Minnesota. Yeah, we are. It's um, We kind of call it a little hidden gem. Not a lot of people know about it, but a few more people are starting to find out about us now. So We've been working hard to try to build it up. It's coming around. The best racing we saw in the 2020 racing season was the Madtown Showdown last October. Incredible car counts in every class, and a lot of the top drivers from all over were on hand. Yeah, that has been growing past our expectations, actually. We, I mean, we first started it, the uh, first year we had it, we had 110 cars, and we thought we were doing good, but it just keeps getting bigger every year, and we've talked about changing the date on it to try to find warmer weather, but we just we've had such good success with car count that we're just keeping it where it is because it always seems to be the coldest weekend for us on that weekend, but it's been real good, and there's a lot of people talking about it, so really pleased with it. The season opener at Madison Speedway is May 31st. This is a great opportunity for families out traveling for the Memorial Day weekend to swing in and check out a race at Madison Speedway. Yes, yeah, and that typically has been a real good night for us. It's one of our bigger nights in our regular season, but we get quite a few cars for that night, uh, quite a few fans, and it turns out to be real good for us if the weather cooperates, of course. We've lost a few of them because of weather. You also have a vintage car series on hand Saturday night, June 12th, and the great thing about these vintage car guys is they really like to talk to the fans about their cars and the history behind those cars. Yeah, and, and we do pick up some of the older drivers, you know, that used to run those style of cars. We get them talking, and we get to hear a lot of interesting stories from them about back in the day when they raced and what they raced. And it's a fun night. Um, the guys have a good time, and they've been putting on a good show for us, so it, it works out real well. The Steffes Street Stock Series makes a stop at Madison Speedway on Saturday, July 24th, and these guys fly. Yeah, it's unreal what that street stock and how competitive it is, how close they run to each other. We've had real good luck with the street stock class. They've been fairly clean. I mean, every once in a while we get somebody that gets a little out of hand, but that's very seldom. And they will run three, four wide at times in a pack of five, six cars. And you don't know who's going to end up pulling ahead on which lap. And they're real competitive and a real bun- nice bunch of guys. And we pulled a few extra cars in with a tour last year, so hopefully it draws a few more people to our track more often. Saturday, August 21st, the Tri-State Late Models are coming to Madison Speedway. This is going to be a heck of a show because late models on Madison Speedway are going to be awesome. In the past, when we were able to have late models full-time, they did a heck of a show for us. And I know this will be our third attempt at having them. The first year we were going to have them, we rained out. Last year, we were supposed to have them. We didn't know what we were going to have for a season, so we backed out on it then. So I'm, I'm hoping we get to see them this year. Uh, I've heard from other tracks that had them. They put on a heck of a show. An interesting little quirk 
to Madison Speedway is between turns three and four. If you're brave enough to run that high side coming into four, that wall can suck you in really quick. Yes, it can. It has gotten hard on a lot of cars, but there are guys that can make it work, and they they make it real interesting and put a heck of a show on for the fans. I know there's been times I've been trying to figure out how to remedy that without putting a wall all the way around three and four. I know a lot of the drivers like it open, but you got to be on your toes when you start coming into four at where you're at on the track. Otherwise, you're going to end up clipping the wall. September 12th fair races. What a special night to be able to enjoy the fair with your family and then head into the grandstands for a great night of racing. Yeah, that that, that is a good night. Um, we do have drivers that come early. Some of them come early to take in the fair. We get a lot of new people because they're at the fair to come to the races, and it's, it makes it a fun atmosphere when you got extra fans there. Friday, October 1st, and Saturday, October 2nd, is the 2021 Madtown Showdown, and I would recommend for any fans listening to make sure and put this on our calendar because this is going to be another great doubleheader. Yeah, we look forward to it, and I know I've been trying to figure out different ways of making the racing even better because towards the end of the night with that many cars on Madison, the track does start to rubber up, and it did rubber up quite a bit last year. But with the cold weather, you're kind of limited on some of the things you can do. But I know there's a lot of people that that talk about it. We've been increasing car counts every year on it. More drivers are staying over. More fans are staying. It's just surprising how fast it's been growing, and, and it, it actually surprises the community how many people actually are coming in for it, too. Troy, if they'd like to find out more information about Madison Speedway and make plans to get to your track, what's the best ways to do that? The best way would be to go to our website, which would be madisonspeedwaymn.com. We have our schedule and and different information, and then there's our contact numbers and stuff are on there, um, sponsors, and that would probably be, I would say, the best way to figure out where you need to start anyway, because... I could give you my phone number. I don't always hear my phone when I'm working, but that way they can see the information and go from there. Troy, thank you so much for being with us here on The Dirt Show today. Well, it's nice to be on and get the word out. For over 40 years, winning drivers have relied on VP Racing Fuels to optimize performance. Now get the same benefit with VP Pro-Grade Full Synthetic Oil and High Performance Lubricants. VP's goal was to develop a best-in-class racing oil that offers world-class cutting-edge technology, enhanced durability and wear protection from the street to the track. VP's got you covered with the next-generation performance. Fast Shafts has been producing drive shafts for late models, modifieds, dirt trucks, stock cars, and hobby stocks since 1992. Fast Shafts, the official drive shaft for the U.S. MTS and USRA, and title sponsors for the IMCA Fast Shafts All Star Race and IMCA Super Nationals. Support the sport of circle track racing throughout the USA. To get the power from your motor to the tires, run with a proven winner today with the number one choice in carbon fiber, steel, chrome molly, and aluminum drive shafts. Call Fast Shafts today. Made by racers for racers. 800-622-6617. Here's one of the most incredible lubricating products ever made. Justice Brothers JB80. 
It's twice as good at lubricating just about everything around the home, shop, and your car. JB80 has a penetrating action that goes straight to the problem areas and even the tightest places. Try JB80, the incredible spray lubricant that's twice as good, and it's guaranteed to satisfy or your money back. Tell them Ed Justice Jr. sent you. The National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is located in Knoxville, Iowa, and is the only museum in the world that's solely dedicated to sprint car racing. Right now, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is featuring our Salute to Champion Greg Hodnett exhibit, featuring eight of the sprint cars Greg drove during his illustrious career. Plus, you'll see 12 Knoxville National winning race cars on display inside the museum and learn about the Knoxville National winning drivers that drove them to pass Nationals victories. That's all at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. Open your Year-round in Knoxville. Fire's Engine Service of Rochester opened its doors in 1975. Hi, this is Corey. Since 1975, we've been offering complete engine machining services and assembly. From flatheads to big blocks, wide blocks to drag race engines, street rods to pulling tractors, Fire's Engine Service offers complete dyno service. So if your race car, street car, is little under the hood, trust the place who's been there since 1975. Contact Fires Engine Service at 507 282 5586. Why choose powder coating over liquid paint finishes? Maximum durability. Extreme Powder Coatings offer a scientific process that uses heat to bake the colorful finish deep into your product. Extreme Powder Coatings can deliver multimedia blasting, impact-resistant epoxy primers, and super-durable powder coat applications to meet your needs. Visit ExtremePowderCoating.net for more information. Welcome back here on The Dirt Show, and I am joined by Cole Queensland from Deer Creek Speedway and Cole when your lineup came out for 2021, I was blown away. I'm like, can it get any better than this? Yeah, we're we're super excited for the 2021 season. You know, coming off of a, a tough year that we had and everything going on, you know, we sat back and kind of regrouped a little bit and thought, you know, we got to change some stuff here. You know, we got to come out with something that we, we can kind of put our best foot forward and show the people what we got here at Deer Creek Speedway and, and I think the schedule this season has that. I mean, we've increased our late model shows. We got a, a very strong field of weekly racing with our five classes coming back and returning. USMTS program stepping up their game. Uh, it, it's something that we're super excited about. And we even have something for the stock car drivers that hasn't even been announced yet. That uh, if we get there, I can touch on it on this show a little bit. That it's something we're ready to put out and about. And I think it's going to add to everything we got coming. Today is the opener at Deer Creek, but we always know with spring races, there can be cold weather, there can be rain, and you guys do a great job of letting fans, drivers, and everyone know if there's any changes in the plans. Yeah, absolutely. This time of year is a little tough. You know, April, we figure it's a bonus if we can get a race in April. Just uh, historically with the temperatures, rainy season, everything going on. So it's something we watch closely, we look at. Uh, and obviously right now we're monitoring temperatures and different things going on. And we know we have drivers coming from two, three plus hours away. So it's something, you know, we take to heart a little bit. These guys, they put a lot of money into not only the race cars, but travel expenses. And it's not just, you know, the driver coming, there's families coming and uh, sponsors, friends, everything else. So it's something we got to really consider and we're watching and uh, we're monitoring closely. May 29th. The Southern Minnesota Spring Challenge, the USMTS, hits the track at Deer Creek Speedway, and the car counts with the USMTS shows 
so far this season have been unbelievable. Yeah, Todd and Ryan, Janet, everybody there at USMTS put a great program together for these drivers. You know, the 36-some races going on, majority of them at $10,000 to win. Uh, what more could you ask for? You know, as, as a racer out there, the payout's great. It's, it's awesome. It helps these guys get up and down the road. And it's showing, it's proven so far with these guys that they're pulling in top-notch quality drivers. I mean, as the car counts up there, the quality of competition is second to none right now. And, you know, we're super excited. Uh, a change is coming to that series, and we're glad to be part of it and looking forward to our first event here in May. If you are a late model fan, the goal for 50, two nights. Yeah, that that's uh, probably the one I'm, you know, almost most excited about this year, uh, coming into that goal for 50, adding the, the two-night event. It's something, you know, with the Blooming Prairie Lions, that partner – you know, and co-promote that event with us. We've talked about for a number of years. And you know, it's kind of been a dream of ours. And to be able to do it, partner up with the Lucas Oil 8 models and bring in two nights of the Lucas Oil 8 models, uh, I think it's going to be a must-see show. I mean, them guys, we've had them on our schedule now the previous four years and have only raced them once due to, you know, weather in early May there. And so we're, we're beyond excited to see these guys come in, showcase their talent, put on that great racing that they did the time they were here. It was unbelievable. And then to add that in, bring in the MLRA guys in, on June 5th. They have a great group of uh, regional talented drivers. Bring them back to the area. We had them here probably five years ago, you know, and they put on great racing. And we're also tying them into the Gopher 50. That event's going to be co-sanctioned with the MLRA late models, too. So not only are you going to see the Lucas Oil late models competing, but you're going to see MLRA late models competing right along with them side by side, same event. So that'll only add to the car's and the competition at that event. Fans who have not made it to Deer Creek Speedway, July 17th, Tasseldega Nights, free grandstands brought to you by the Minnesota Corn Growers, and that's always an exciting event. Yeah, we're excited here in 2020 to be able to bring that event back to the fans and, and to the corn growers in our area, the local counties that step up and support that event. It, it's a great event. It's a, you know, it's a win-win. We consider it being in the egg industry right where we're at, you know, and we get to promote the local farmers, farm industry, ethanol, you know, the benefits and production, everything of it, you know, and, and to have it right in our backyard. We work closely with many of these businesses that are in the egg industry and to be able to offer an event where it's free into the grandstands, you know, and that that's unheard of in the industry anymore. You know, you see some Gate prices getting cheaper and different things, but to be able to say free, you know, to everybody is a key word. And we're, we're looking forward to that event and, uh, and showcasing our product to everybody. Tuesday, August 3rd, the Harris Clash has definitely found a new home. Yeah, that event there has been, has been a fun event. You know, working with everybody with IMCA, Bob Harris, who started the event 30 years ago, um, has been a ton of fun. You know, it's a unique event for us. It's a once-a-year event to see the IMCA cars at Deer Creek Speedway. And the drivers embrace it, you know, between the sport mods and the modifieds. You know, to have 150-plus cars on a Tuesday night, I think, tells you what racing's all about. And with IMCA in that event, it's unbelievable. And them guys door-to-door, side-by-side, racing their hearts out all night long. And that's an event we love to see. You know, that's what racing's about. When them guys race that hard all night for the honor to be able to say they won the Harris Clash. September, what a great lineup. 
Labor Day Duel, USMTS, followed by the Stock Car Nationals, and then the always popular Fall Jamboree. Yeah, we're ending the year with a bang there with them events that you mentioned, Clayne, and and the USMTS will start the uh, month of September off with their second visit back to the Speedway. Once again, going to be a 10,000-to-win event for them. We're looking absolutely 100% of, you know, towards that event. It's getting down in their chase for their, you know, championship. You're going to see who's going to be crowned the new, you know, new champion with their increased purse and everything. The September 18th Stock Car Nationals, excited to announce that that event for the Stock Cars is going to be going to a 5,000-to-win, 500-to-start race with Andy Altenberg and Altenberg Construction coming on board as a title sponsor. So we're excited to take that event to the next level. You know, for stock car guys, that's going to be quite the event. You know, to think $500 just to start the race. You know, so we're, we're excited for that. It was a dream of ours when we started that event three years ago. It was an event we wanted to build, get these stock cars and hobby stock guys recognition. And here we go, 5,000 to win, 500 to start. And then we're going to follow it up the following week, uh, Friday, Saturday with the 5,000 to win USMTS modifieds on Friday and 10,000 to win again on Saturday. So it's going to be a great end to a great year this season. Cole, if they'd like to find out more about Deer Creek Speedway, print off a schedule, or find the latest up-to-date information on race night, what are the best ways to do that? Best way to do it, you know, Clayton, is follow us on social media. You know, we're on Facebook and all that stuff, Deer Creek Speedway. And you can also follow us on our website, DeerCreekSpeedway.com. We're going to be getting that all updated, keeping stuff up to date on there with ticket information, start times, prices, classes running, purse information. Anyone from a fan to a driver, you can find all the information needed right on DeerCreekSpeedway.com. Cole, as always, thank you for being with us here on The Dirt Show. Thank you for uh, having us and looking forward to a great year. Your home is your sanctuary. The next time you need appliance service, invite someone in that will treat it that way. Sorensen's Appliance Service is locally owned with 15 years of experience. Sorensen's Appliance Service also has fully certified technicians who will leave your home as clean as they found it. If you want fast, efficient, and cleanly service, contact Sorensen's Appliance Service today, 256-7766. That's 256-7766. Medieval Metalworks is a 25,000-square-foot facility in Mankato specializing in CNC tube laser and bending and is the only facility in the area with those capabilities. Medieval Metalworks is a leading precision metal fabrication shop offering all the latest custom metal fabrication technologies under one roof. Whether you need a one-off custom part or thousands of parts produced for your business, contact Medieval Metalworks at 507-386-3930 or stop by and See them at 3000 Technology Drive in Mankato. Shevland Enterprises, your locally owned and operated sanitation and recycling service, offers the highest quality garbage removal and trash pickup services at great rates. Commercial, residential, construction, and industrial trash removal and recycling in Owatonna and the surrounding areas in Dodge and Steel Counties. Shevland Enterprises also specializes in roll-offs and dumpster. Contact Chris and his staff today for small-town service at a small-town price, 528 That's 528-9900. Celebrating 100 years of family-owned excellence, Pulver Towing will always be there for you. With multiple locations, inexperienced staff, and quality customer service, Pulver Towing has emergency service available 24-7, and they work around the clock to offer towing, recovery, and roadside assistance to our communities. If you need them, call 507-282-3851. That's 507-282-3851. Pulver Towing, the premier towing.
towing experts. As the leading slat replacement professionals in the U.S., Altenburg Construction knows what works and what doesn't. Simply put, they understand your business. Altenburg Construction started in 1994 and has over 27 years of experience and has completed more than 5,000 hog and cattle barns in 14 states. Every customer is unique and every situation is different. That's why their employees are company trained. Trust the slat replacement professionals at Altenburg Construction. Give them a call, 888-435-2210 or see altenburgconstruction.com. Transform your garage into an extension of your home with a custom finished floor by Garage Force. No matter how you use your garage, Garage Force has you covered. American made, backed by a lifetime warranty. Our professionally installed industrial grade coatings will protect your garage from anything life throws at it and makes cleanup a snap. More importantly, it's the unbelievable feeling you get each time you use your dream garage. Visit us online at garageforce.com. Call Todd at 651-387-9213. That's 651-387-9213. Welcome back to our special segment here on The Dirt Show brought to you by Pulver Towing. And I am joined by Max. And Max, you are celebrating 100 years in business this year. And I tell you what, over the 100 years, the towing industry has really changed. That's diversified into equipment hauling and crane work it's not just towing automobiles from a to b anymore to the shops anymore there's a lot of other stuff you got to be diversified in this industry to make it nowadays from hauling equipment we even got into crane work a lot of different stuff a lot of oddball jobs going out and pulling farmers out of the field as the ground Uh, warms up the farmers are going to be hitting the fields and with the field work you get stuck units out there and you have a recovery unit that is amazing. Yeah, we got a 299 cat skid loader that allows us to get a lot closer to the casualty of what we're going to be pulling out versus um, bonsaiing out in the field with a tow truck. And when you get a tear gator stuck and you can dead man to a four-wheel drive tractor and it allows you to get enough bite. So what we got here is a 299 cat skid loader, and they call it a winch box attachment. So it's a 35,000-pound winch, and it gets you a lot closer uh, the interrogator or sprayer or combine, whatever, whatever you got out there as a casualty. And it allows you to get really close where you can get right to it so you can actually pull it out and you're not dragging it out for hundreds of feet. And you can go out there and if it's a really hard pull, you can dead man to a, a four-wheel drive tractor or something. And it allows you to pull it pull it out a lot faster versus bonsaiing out there with the tow truck and pulling it 100 feet and it don't come up till the last second. goes out there, doesn't get stuck, and does pretty good out there. Max, something else that you do that people may not realize is a lot of crane work, and you actually did a very interesting job today. We got a 75-ton rotator, and it's virtually a crane. It's still a tow truck, but it has outriggers where you can swing the boom off to the side, and we had a a 40,000-pound wheel loader that was totally inoperable, couldn't move. It was in a bad spot. We couldn't drag it around. It wouldn't turn, wouldn't do nothing. So I actually went out there, and I picked the whole thing off the ground, and I set it on one of our detached trailers, and then we chained it down and got it to where it needed to go to get fixed. The rotator allows us to do a lot of jobs as far as setting transformers for places, and I'm out every day at McNeilius offloading chassis off trailers for garbage trucks. It's like I was saying, you got to be diversified in this industry nowadays, and that helps pay the bills instead of waiting around for wrecks. You might as well utilize your equipment as far as doing crane work. Max, you have multiple locations if they'd like to get a hold of Pulver Towing to utilize 
any of your skills, what's the best way to do that? Our Rochester location is 507-282-3851. Our Marshall location is 507-828-5720. Max, thank you for being with us here on The Dirt Show today. All right, appreciate it. Why drive out of town to get what you need for your truck? Hey, this is Rich at Auto Trim Design of Oatana. We're an authorized weather tech dealer. From laser measured floor mats to mud flaps to vent visors, we can keep your truck or car clean and dirt free inside and out. We have over 30 years of experience in the truck accessory business. I invite you to stop by and see what we can do for you. We're located in Oatana at 3275 Old Highway 14, one mile west of Walmart. Welcome to the Dirt Track segment brought to you by Cookie Sauces and Seasonings. Last Friday night, April 16th, they were racing at Cedar Lake Speedway, the legendary opener in the limited late models, Michael Bergman over Larry Fitzsimmons. In the late models, James Giassi over Pat Doerr. In the modifieds, Alex Williamson over Michael Truscott. In the Midwest mods, Brennan Gov over DJ Ford. In the traditional sprint car A-Main, Cam Schaefer over Jake Kuba. In the pro stocks, Dave Moss over Jesse Radensky. In the peer stocks, Andrew Eichens over Carl Knapps. In the street stocks, Hunter Van Gilder over Travis Lau. In the Hornets, Nate Koopman over Sean Svey. In the limited wing sprint cars, Brandon Allen over Harry Hansen. Saturday night, there was multiple tracks you could go to, including Cedar Lake speedway in the limited late models on saturday night lance hofer over lucas peterson in the late models jimmy mars over jesse glenn's in the modifieds alex williamson over adam iot in the midwest modifieds brandon merworth over ryan savoy in the traditional sprint car a main cam schaefer over harry hansen in the pro stocks dave moss over jesse radensky in the peer stocks andrew eichens over mickey blevins in the street stocks hunter Van Gilder over Kyle Janet in the Hornets, Jeremy Johnson over Brandon Gleeder, and in the limited wing sprint cars, Chase Vbrock over Harry Hansen. Ogilvy Raceway also opened up last Saturday night, April 17th. In the Hornets, Matthew Dittman over Joe Martin. In the Midwest Modifieds, David Swearingen over Zach Benson. In the Mod 4s, Robert Holquist over the Silver Bullet, Dean Larson. In the Modifieds, Joseph Thomas over Dave Kane. In the Street Stocks, Cody Coomer over Parker Anderson, and in the Superstocks, Dan Asalki over Dexton Cook. Hamilton County Speedway in Webster City, Iowa was also racing last Saturday night, April 17th. In the Modified A-Main, Lucas Schott over Kyle Brown. In the Stock Cars, Mitch Hoovden over Chance Hollitz. In the USRA B-Mods, Ty Griffith over Dan Hoovden. In the USRA Hobby Stock Division, Tyler Schlobaum over Dustin Galbranson. In the Tuners, Jade Lang over Alex and in the super late models, Kyle Burke over Josh Leonard. Knoxville Raceway also had their opener last Saturday night, April 17th. In the 410 winged A-Main, Sheldon Hoddenchild over Gio Selzy. In the 360 winged A-Main, Jamie Ball over Clint Garner. And in the wing sprint car pro series, Tyler Groendike over Evan Epperson. Hi, this is Harvey West, and you've been listening to The Dirt Show. See you at the races.